I, I maybe I did play at least a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> What song is that, Frank? Mm, don't think I've heard this one. It's I Love L.A. <laughs> don't own the rights to this song, by the way. Hopefully we don't get in trouble with um, actual, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, um, SoundCloud. Because SoundCloud will take it down in a heartbeat if they say, we hear lyrics from a different song and Warner Brothers will say you can't do it. Oh. Randy Randy Newman, by the way. Uh, but we got David the Man of Guy Harris on the phone lines. Let's see if he can hear. David, can you hear us? David, you there? I don't he think did. he's not there. Yeah, the phone line is still not. David's got to so hang up on him and tell him to call back right, on man. the other phone. I, we, I don't understand why he called the studio phone. It hasn't worked in the last six months. All right, I'm going to send <laughs> All right, he said. Uh, he said. One time he said he'd call your phone, so I'll just message him. Yeah, so he's got his winners and losers. So we'll see what he's got going on with that, with the winners and losers. Um, but it'll be interesting yeah. to see. I mean, when I, he did say that he had something special, but I'm let, I'm gonna let him uh, do that. Yeah, I know we'll he celebrated see. his birthday yesterday. Yeah. So David, you're on the phone line now. Yes, I don't know why you called the studio phone, but happy birthday to you, though. Uh, David, the man of guy Harris, by the way, I had some Hennessy uh, as we blew the dust off the old bit. Uh, he is 30 now. Congratulations, David. Thank you. Very 30. Didn't live it up too much. But... What did you do? Yeah. I just relaxed at the house. Uncle's with my girl. Oh, really? That that that's that's watch, watch a couple. Yeah. Did you watch, watch any a sports? Bit of sports on the two. Okay. Yeah, I mean the Lakers game was on, but it was over pretty much by the third quarter. Well, no, they came back a little bit. Remember? Yeah, oh. but do they really though? I mean, it was, it was a contest, but but uh, but you you're pretty much saying that Miami is cooked. I mean, Congratulations to David. Real real platform. So, you know, what's crazy about this whole situation is I've known David before he was actually 20, as he was known as David H. It was his first year or second year in college, and Chad, the hater, Zuver, was the sports director, and he was coming over to do games. And there was a David S. and a David H. And that was 10 years ago, at the end of 2010. I had just graduated, and they're like, yeah, we got this David H. coming in to do games. And, um, you know, the first game I think we had was Arizona and UT here, where Arizona beat us forty-one to two. Yeah, that was when uh, a future a future Super, Super Bowl, Bowl winning quarterback was Nick playing Foles. for Arizona. Yep, Nick Foles was playing for Arizona then, and it came into the Glass Bowl and pretty much smacked us up. And then a couple years later, uh, or maybe that year later, they went down there to Arizona and beat them. No, I don't think they went. They won in Arizona. I think they lost a close one. 
I thought they went down in Indiana. Yeah. Oh, it was a close one? No. Yeah, yeah, we lost that one. Because that was, that was when I was working for the team, Navy Tech. So I was down in the desert, yeah. Okay. So it was a tough one, but yeah, we lost. Yeah, but then, yeah. Uh, the next week we went to Wyoming. God help us. Oh, yeah, but I remember it was 41-2. to two, But at the time, David was only 19 years old. So I've known David for over a decade. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I, I that's why I give it a round of applause for that. And a few years later, we would meet Frank Vashner, and then we were here right now celebrating. So how does it feel to be 30, not in your 20s anymore? Uh, I feel like an old man. I feel like I can tell this younger generation, you know, back in my day, we played football the physical way, and we played basketball the right way. And, you know, now, now I'm starting to see, you know. Well, Ain't been that the for truth. A day, I, I can understand you know, some of those old heads kind of talking about sports. You know, back in my day, you know, LeBron James won, the, you know, all the, you know, all the stuff that people did all throughout, you know, talking about 90s sports. Yeah, because David so, yeah. was actually born in 1990. So he's not an 80s baby like me and Frank are. So he doesn't know nothing about the 80s. But yeah, it's it's crazy that I'm, you know, I've known David since he was 19 years old. But we're going to get in our little segment here. And your your segment is uh, the winners and losers. What we got on deck for us, uh, David? Uh, just a lot of things, a lot of surprises, the usual and, you know, my usual cue up the organ. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. We get into this. Oh, so so this means that he's gonna preach a sermon. Mm, he could, but we'll we'll get into this real quick. Here we go. And David, go ahead. Winners and losers for football. All right, so we'll start off with the winner section. We'll start off in the windy city because big leap Nick Foles. I mean, and does this mean Chicago Bears are probably gonna win the Super Bowl? I mean, he took over for Carson Wentz, who we all can see is really not that good. Led them to a Super Bowl. I mean, not that Mitch Trubisky is that. The eh. jury's still out, but. The jury's still out about what? If Mitch Trubisky is, you know, good or bad or anything. He's bad. I, I've told you that. I've told you that the last two years, that he's not the guy. He is bad. He is a backup quarterback. He can't throw the long ball. And his accuracy between 10 to 25 yards is straight trash. He throws behind the receivers. The Bears were already having this in, in, in the waiting, but because Pace traded away so much to San Francisco just to move up one spot to get him, they wanted to see if it would work. They knew it wasn't going to work, and Nagy found the right opportunity when to pull uh, uh, Mitch and put in Foles. And Foles has a better, a little bit better arm than them, and it, I think it also opens up the playbook. I've met some a lot of stupid Chicago Bears fans on the internet. I wouldn't say met them, but read their dumb comments saying that they want to fire Matt Nagy. I said it's not the coach. This in this situation, it's the talent. It's Mitch Trubisky is a very limited quarterback that likes to scramble, and in the, this offense, you know, he came from Kansas City. They like to pass the ball. They like to throw, they like to throw the ball around, and Mitch Trubisky can't do that. So they had to find a guy that can do that to fit their offense. And uh, I, I do believe they, they play the Colts this weekend, and I think that they could possibly win that game. But Which I'll get I'll get that to that in the picks. Right. So that, that could happen. But other than that though, nah, I think that this was any this was coming long time in the coming and you know what he is. They didn't pick up on his fifth-year option. He'll be somewhere else next year, and he'll probably be a backup for the next five years and have a decent 10-year career. And that's how it'll work out. 
Saturday because the New England becomes the starting quarterback for the next decade, and everyone's just like, really? David, no, no, that's not going to happen. Well, you mentioned, you did mention New England. We do have some breaking news uh, because Cam Newton tested positive for COVID. Patriots and Chiefs has been postponed until Monday or Tuesday. Cam Newton and the player on the Chiefs roster also tested positive. Yeah, I don't yeah, haven't so. found out who that is yet, but I know that. Affects my fantasy team because I had, uh, I on one fantasy team, I have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and another team I have Edwards-Hilaire and Patrick Mahomes, so I've got to adjust my fantasy rosters accordingly. Keep going, David. There's another surpriser. There are Buffalo, the Buffalo Bills. Again, the evolution, maturation of Josh Allen. I mean, like we saw, I'll be the first to admit, Coming out of Wyoming, where he was, you know, putting up, what, 1,500 yards, 2,000 yards here. Kind of really wasn't that big of a passer in Wyoming. You know, modern world school, middle of nowhere. Everyone was coming like Buffalo Bills took a flyer on him. And that year one was rough. Year two showed some maturations. But now, and part of this is Minnesota being stupid and trading away your top wide receiver and Stephon Diggs giving him another weapon. And then so, yeah, the Buffalo Bills, they have the defense, which is top five, top ten. You get a quarterback who's now just kind of on fire. It's, this is a, clearly a two-horse race in the AFC East. And if he can continue his maturation, we'll see how the season progresses. But I think Josh Allen could be a heat. Granted, the MVP race this year is either going to be between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. But he could garner like a couple, you know, second or third place votes from someone just thinking the way that he's matured. So I really like this Buffalo Bills team. Well, David, you mentioned Russell Wilson being in the running for MVP. Do you know that he's never even gotten consideration for MVP until more than likely it's going to be this year? Which is crazy, but we know that voters have agendas, biases. They look at that team on Seattle. It's like, then it's also out in Seattle, and no one really sees their games unless it's prime time or you're in the Pacific Northwest. Which yeah. is unfortunate because Russell Wilson's been doing doing this pretty much his entire career, just kind of being crazy. Exactly. Crazy good, that is. So you got, uh, and, got more? Yep, and another quote-unquote winner. The Cleveland Browns, because everyone's celebrating them for finally being over 500 for the first time in, what? 2014? I think that was when a a certain quarterback who liked to rub his his fingers together, something about money, and then he he completely flamed out. So, I mean, we'll give them a slow golf, golf clap for finally being competent and getting over... 500 this week they're probably going to lose to Dallas and be back at 500 because of the Cleveland Browns and everyone should just like really temper their expectations but we'll give them we'll give them a golf clap you kind of you beat Washington who is kind of a team that no one really anticipated much out of and you beat Cincinnati who we we were all like no one really wants to watch that game on Thursday night. And you really almost could have lost to Cincinnati for just going to be honest. So. And then my last winner, 
obviously watched just as a division because we talked about it in the previews that this might be a close division. Or I thought it would be Seattle and Arizona really taking that top spot with uh, San Francisco coming in third and then the LA Rams in fourth. I discount the San Francisco's two wins because they're against the Giants and the Jets. You could have put like 11 people from the University of Toledo out there and they would, you would have beaten the Giants and Jets, so those wins are irrelevant. Um, but yeah, the NFC West was going to be tough this year. And with the maturation, again, of Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson with a mission to prove, the Rams figuring out, I guess, their defensive problems because they have a start. Like, they have an elite defense sometimes, some possessions and others. It's like, who do you trust out there? And so, yeah, the NFC West is going to be one of those that we're going to look back kind of in a month or two and be like, this is going to be... Like, if we could get three teams from a division into the playoffs, I could see it being the NFC West. Yeah. You got any any reaction from uh, past week in the college football? I know you. I think you got something to say there. Yeah, I was going to put Mike Leach as a winner just because he doesn't give a bleep about who he's playing against. He's always just going to upset the status quo. But I just more put LSU as because there was all this expectation, all this hype, and they just came out flat. I mean, granted, the first half for both teams was just horrible offensively. Like I feel like. You could have had anyone be a running back. Like, you could have gotten, like, a third stringer, and they would have produced as a running back for either of those two sides. But, again, Mike Leach, depending on what Mike Leach does, upsetting the apple card. Mississippi State's going to be a dangerous team. Um, and then, real quick, for college football, I mean, it's Oklahoma. Like, we, we all anticipate Oklahoma doing something stupid every year. This year just happened to be you lose to Kansas, Kansas State. Like, we haven't talked about Kansas State football in how long on this show? Like, Kansas State football has been relevant. Like, who's a prominent Kansas State football alumni that's, that's like, doing something in the NFL? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can't. I can't uh, the only one Kansas State alumni I can name that's actually been doing anything decent has been Tyler Lockett. Yeah, like, like I literally just had to, like, Google uh, Lockett in the NFL. Like, Jordan Willis, defensive end for the Cincinnati Bengals. Cody Whitehair, center for the Bears. Darren Sproles. Da- I don't even think Darren Sproles is in the league anymore, is he? Yeah, he's still in the Eagles, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I me- I mentioned Tyler yeah. Lockett. Yeah, Lockett, Elijah Lee, linebacker for the Niners, or B.J. Finney, center in Pittsburgh. Like, like this is a football program. Like, it's, it's just not. And, it's, and But, again, it's also Oklahoma, who does this year after year. There's always one win where it's like, really? Like, you guys lost to them? But yeah. Um, then thinking about losers, we'll just get the obvious out of the way, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Atlanta like, seems to be allergic to holding big leads and winning games. Like, like I joked about it over text, but I feel like I'm dead serious. Just get rid of this franchise, move to St. Louis, and just start all over. Because <laughs> Atlanta, does, the state of Georgia does not deserve the foul game. Because they have gone completely down the hill since blowing 28-3. to three. Like, huh. I don't know if this... And the culture... Like, it seems like their culture is in the right mindset. They just don't have the coaching, too. And maybe it is time to just get rid of the coach. Just say, kind of, all right, you've done all you can. But clearly, Dan Quinn, you are no longer able to do this job effectively. <laughs> well, they, and, you know what? They can have Matt Patricia. Well, that, that's a downgrade for Matt Patricia. He doesn't want that. Like, I would much rather be in Detroit than Atlanta. I'd much rather be in Cincinnati than Atlanta. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather coach the Giants or Jets than the Falcons right now. Whoa, that, that's, like, that's a strong that's how, statement. And the, and the Jets are try, actively trying to get the number one overall pick. Like, like, the Giants and Jets are clearly not trying to win. Like, well, they even put in a turf where you're messing up your knees. Yeah, like they're out here intensely trying to like, I don't want to say intentionally, reckless speculation, but like there's a lot of injuries happening at MetLife Stadium. Like they, they clearly just whatever. But yeah, if, if I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan, I don't know. Play for bag over your head is good. Uh, cardboard box over your head. Or just move the team to London and let them be their problem. No, London London doesn't want trash. I mean, (laughs) like, move move some, yeah, move, put them in the CFL. Send them to Vancouver. Let them play in Vancouver. There's already a team in Vancouver, the BC Lions. They they can have an internal rivalry. I mean, Toronto and Hamilton are hop, skipping, and jump away in the CFL. It could be a regional rivalry. Actually, you know what? They'd have to probably put them in. They'd have to put them in Kamloops or uh, Victoria if you want to go to put like them the, in British Columbia. I mean, the Victoria Falcons. I mean, it has a nice ring to it. Or the Kamloops Falcons. Yeah, it's it's bad for the Falcons. Um, two other teams that's bad for the Houston Texans, which we saw this coming. This is what happens when you trade away your star player and you're wondering on offense, we really wish we had a number one wide receiver that we could throw to late in game. Huh. How about some offensive line help so Deshaun Watson doesn't get killed? Well, well I mean, that, that's going to be a number problem for the rest of his career, unfortunately. But, I mean, even last year with, with kind of the horrible offensive line production he had, like, he was still able to, you know, get those, throw it up to DeAndre Hopkins. Hop will get it. Like, he'll get it. But, yeah, there's a lot of problems. I'm not saying that David Johnson isn't a good kind of replacement, but he's, he's not DeAndre Hopkins. not saying that Randall Cobb, which he surprised me when I saw him catch a touchdown pass against us. I was like, Randall Cobb? Huh? But, like, he, he's not a DeAndre Hopkins elite, like, People aren't afraid of Randall Cobb. People aren't afraid of Kenny Stills. People aren't afraid of Will Fuller. They're afraid of DeAndre Hopkins. 
going one-on-one. That's why you have to double-team it, which makes everyone else be able to get their touches and get their catches. Um, Denver Broncos still don't have a quarterback. Um, Even though they beat the Jets with uh, Brett Rippon? I mean, that's all you need to know about the Jets and the Broncos. (laughs) Well, the, the the New York Jets are a dumpster fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to mention the Jets or Giants because New York, New York football. At least I'm closer to Buffalo than I am to New York City, so in the Battlelands. So I, I I can at least understand why, and I've heard it kind of all week in media. Like people in this state are like, forget the Giants, forget the Jets. We are all Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last for me, the entire NFC East just throw the whole division away. You mean no, 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 no. no. David, David, David. Just, it's the NFC least. Yeah. So the division away. I mean, honestly, the only team that has a win that I'm going to acknowledge is Washington, because Dallas beat the Atlanta Falcons, who blew a 95. Like who didn't know how to do an onside kick. <laughs> like that. That was their victory. They couldn't. They 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 beat Atlanta. The Giants are horrible. Philadelphia Eagles. I feel bad that I gave them nine wins in my prediction because they should be at maybe at best seven, and that's me being highly generous because they don't have. I mean, wins. best case they go, they go eight, seven, and one now after they kiss their sister against the Bengals. Like I, I had to watch that Eagles Bengals game because of TV network things up here. Like I can't get those that time back. I I don't know don't, how don't. people. Well, don't feel bad, David, because I ended up watching some of it too on Sunday, and uh, right. I I don't even know why I turned into. To watch that bucket of vomit. <laughs> Not a bad like, game, huh, fellas? Yeah. Yeah, this, this is some pretty bad football, particularly in the pros. Like, you can understand, like, some of the teams that are winless, like, you can kind of understand. So the two New York teams, you can kind of see and understand that. The Bengals, yes. Houston, yes. Shout out to Jacksonville for getting that win against... Um, the Dolphins, or was it Indy? Yeah. My bad. So, like, you, you can understand that. I mean, Chargers got to win, but that's a whole another rant I'll say for another day about how they intend to try to, you know, take out their quarterbacks so they can let the you know, young white guy in. But, but yeah, there's been some pretty – there's a lot of scoring, as you can – like, looking at the standings and kind of the points for – Right now, after three games, there are two teams in the NFC that have over 110 points of like points scored: Green Bay and Seattle. Like in the NFC, there are three teams already over with 90 points scored as a football team: Baltimore, Buffalo, and Kansas City, and then. The Vegas Raiders have 88, New England Patriots have 87, Indianapolis 84, and then the Steelers at 80. Like, these are 
And even the Denver Broncos are one and three, but they have eighty-two points four so far this season. Like there's a lot of offensive firepower this year in ways that we have not. It's been a while since we've seen that. So it's, we're lighting it up, but again, some of these defenses just fool, fool all that. Yeah. All right, you guys ready for the pick'em? Yeah, let's go. Right. Of course, we have two games that won't be happening this week. Right. Well, two games. Oh, Pittsburgh and, uh, Pittsburgh and New England. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, yeah. Steelers, Titans, and, uh, well, they, we don't know if Chiefs Patriots is going to be played on Monday or if they're going to move it to Tuesday. All right. Well, we have this right here. After week two, you guys didn't, you guys didn't do week three picks. Yeah. I did. So you guys get zeros, but. I needed a week off. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they all say. Uh. Overall, after week two, myself and Frank were tied at 22 points, and David was just behind with 20 points. Mm. But after week three, I know I'll have a little bit of a lead against you guys. So uh, let's get into this NFL pick 'em, and then we'll get into the power play here. Let's see here. NFL, just everyone said a lot of people like the, the pick 'em. I've heard that they said, you know what, they love the pick 'em. They try. Some people actually try to follow along. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, I me. Mean, there's been times the past people have wanted to f- play along. Okay. So here we go. I got to get the the music up here, and we'll get it going. Here we go. What's that noise? Uh, uh is Radio Boss turned up a little bit? I'm hearing it. That's yeah. better. Yeah, it was Radio Boss. I was wondering. Hmm. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? All right, let's go. Week four. Can you believe it, fellas? It's week four. Hmm. There we go. So, we get into the first one. Here he Facebook. Write it down. One of your guys' favorites. Bengals, Jags. Ooh. This one's in Cincinnati. And you know what I think? I I have a feeling the Bengals will bounce back in Burrow, I trust. I'm going with the Jags. You're going with the Bengals. I know David's going with the Jags. Not so fast, my friend. Oh, picking against one of your teams. <laughs> I, I think kind of using that momentum that they carried off of that tie last week, I think Joe Burrow finally gets his first win. I don't. I think Minshew Mince, gives him, gets him in the mince meat and he gets the win. Oh, darn new Minshew and his porn stash. <laughs> Here's a good one. And probably the first time this has happened in at least over the last 20, in 25 years. Browns are two and one. Cowboys are one and two. 
Browns actually have a, a winning record playing the Cowboys. Who gets this one? Mike McCarthy, 5-0 and in previous games at Jerry World. I'm taking the Cowboys. David? Yeah, give, me, give me them Cowboys. I, again, it's the Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. That's just me. I'm going I mean, with, I can't. I can't believe you because the Cowboys' defense is trash. Right, and 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 I think the Browns are starting to get. They they know the formula now. Get it to get it in the running game, and let Baker be a game manager. Here's a good one: a battle of one and two teams, Saints Lions, at the at the litter box. <sighs> this is one I don't need. It's lost a lot of appeal because. No Michael Thomas for the Saints. I found he's out. That hurts my fantasy team. Saints are also without a, two of their starting corners, uh, Marshawn Lattimore and um, Janoris Jenkins. But, I mean, I, wa- I want to go lines in this one, but I cannot see the Saints losing three straight games, so I'm going with New Orleans. I am too, so I got the Saints. David? Yeah, clean, please. Again, Kamara's going to have a field day. Especially since the Lions cannot stop the run. Here's one. Sea chickens versus chicken of the sea, dolphins. <laughs> uh, Russell Wilson continues on his kill them all tour. Give me the Seahawks. Seahawks it is for me, too. I also have DK Metcalf on my fantasy team. Oh. One of them. They, they did a clean sweep, and do we see two up? Yeah, I was wondering that. Up next after that, Chargers, Bucks. <laughs> uh, see, uh, I'm not. I'm. This is a tough one. Tampa is a minus seven. This one. But, you know, I think the Chargers are playing better with Justin Herbert. You know what? I have to go with Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady. Give me the box. But the Chargers will cover the seven. Okay. David? Yeah, Herbert's going to be looking at a lot of grass thanks to that Buccaneers defense. I'm going Bucks. Nice. Um, then next, battle of the DMV or the DV. The Beltway. The Beltway. Ravens and the W. Washington football team. I Actually, you know what? I like that W. It looks cool. Eh, it's all right. But anyways, the Ravens are pissed off after her losing on Monday Night Football. This has got a pound town alert written all over it. Give me the Ravens in a big way. David? Yeah, Ravens, but closer than the experts think. So you think Washington covers the 14? Yeah, I think Washington's like, they understand that this is going to be a rivalry they know, but it's like, Hey, it's a, it's a hometown. It's a rivalry game. They're going to show up. Cardinals, Panthers. 
I got the card. No Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers, and uh, I think Kyler Murray bounces back after throwing three picks. Give me the Cardinals. Didn't the Lions beat them? <laughs> yeah. I did not think that was going to happen. But Last second, though. Kyler of- Murray threw three picks. <laughs> Last year, it ended up in a tie. Oh, David? Please. Yeah, I'm going to card. Vikings, Texans. Who? Oh, both teams are 0 3. Yeah, they are. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the least of the, the train wrecks. I'm going Vikings. I got I got to go Vikings, too, in this one. It's not a big game. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to turn into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. David? Deshaun Watson, 4-5 and five in his career versus NFC teams. He's going to make it to 500. Mm, Texans for him. Next one. Giants, Rams. The Rams are probably the worst two and one team in football. But they're better than the Giants. But yes, the Giants are a dumpster fire. Give me the Rams. They don't have any talent at all. (laughs) Especially with Saquon out. Yeah. David? Lock of the week, Rams. (laughs) He's a lock of the week. Actually, is that a Rams home game? Yeah, it's yep. at a, it's at SoFi. Okay, it's at four or five. Yeah, one or five. Colts, Bears. Bears undefeated. First time since twenty thirteen. Playing a two and one Colts team. And Nick Foles, I trust. I'm going with the Bears. The Bears look a lot better with uh, Nick Foles, so I'm going with the Bears. They like that guy. <laughs> David. Can't get past this former team this time. Give me the Colts. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, Bills, Raiders. This is a good one. Ooh. Bills go out west. Minus three favorite. I will t- I will circle those wagons. Bills, right? Yes. David. You can circle one. I got Bills in a close one. I got the Raiders. Got them, fellas. Uh, Monday night or Sunday night game. Eagles, Niners. This was like a late 80s, early 90s great matchup. Except there's not a lot of appeal in this one because, <laughs> because Carson Wentz is seemingly made of Legos. Nick Mullins is taking over for Jimmy Garoppolo. But you know what? I'm going with the Niners. They're minus seven. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't play this song anymore for Monday Night Football. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, David? Can we just have Steve Young, Joe Montana, Randall Cunningham, and Donovan McNabb just go out there and just throw football? Yeah, Randy White. Three yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, that, that would be better than watching this game. Yeah, I'm going with I the will Niners. agree with you there. I'm going with the Niners. Well, should yeah. we should yeah. we pick should we pick Patriots and Chiefs because we don't know if it's going to be Monday or Tuesday yet, just in case they decide to play it? Sure. 
All right. Well, in that case, uh, we know that Cam Newton won't be playing, and they're probably going to start Brian. They're likely going to start Brian Hoyer. So I'm going to go with how about those Chiefs? That is if it does get played. <laughs> right, right, right. David? If they play, I mean, he's, he's the evil genius for a reason. I'm going past. <laughs> I got to agree with him, too. He is the evil genius. I'm going with Pats, too. Whoops. And then we can get to the Monday night football game. That, yeah, well, this will be Thursday night for week five. No, no, we got Monday night. No, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, game. my bad. I, I, I missed that one. My, yeah. my apologies. Yeah, we got to get the MNF. Which I think, which I think we're all. That one's a pretty. Uh, that's the most obvious pick of all the picks on this one. Fal- <laughs> Falcons, Packers. I'll tell you. Uh, give me the Packers lock of the week. That's definitely the Brinks truck lock of the week, <laughs> David. Yeah, that's my second one. If I, if I did choose the Rams or the Giants, yeah. And Rogers, manual mission. Yeah, he is. He's out to prove something, and the Falcons are just on a mission to blow football games. Some people say if they didn't have the coaching staff they have, they could probably get to the Super Bowl. Talent alone. What do y'all think? Yeah, who knows? Offensively, yes. Defensively, it's still kind of time will tell. But, yeah, definitely offensively. They have the offensive firepower. Because, I mean, they're putting up, you know, over 30 points a game. This Thursday night football game is gonna be good, fellas. If things, if things, well, it depends. Buccaneers, Bears on TNF next week. Oh, don't have a spread on this one yet. <laughs> I know. I that's why I like picking these games. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, I'll I'll also go with the Bears. Nick Foles owns Tom Brady. Uh, that's true, David. No, Philly. Yeah, but this ain't Philly. This is Soldier Field. I'm going Tampa Bay. Hmm. Short week too. Right, but he's not with the mastermind though. So we want to lock him. Oh, what do you say? Yeah, I mean, ask the mine or not, I mean, it's still top right. He's still got a little bit of trick over sleeve. True. All right, we're going to lock them. Lock them. And they are posted. Locked in there, fellas. Good job. We get into Prince Power Play, and then we're done. All righty. David, you sticking around, or you're going to got to get going? Sir, I think I may have to bounce. Okay. Work called. Yeah, you got to do your, your civil civil duty there, uh, David. But once again, thanks for calling in, man. All right, see you guys next week. All right, man. That was David, the man of God. Harris calling in. Uh, great segment there. And now we'll get into our NHL power play after these messages. Frank, any final thoughts? Uh, nope. I'll have... Uh... I'll have stuff when we come back. Oh, okay. Nice tease. 
We'll take a quick commercial break. You can always listen to us on our segments on uh, SoundCloud and on iTunes. And uh, we'll be back after this. And also, we're on Saturdays, 11, 30 to 1.30, or if we run over because we have a good a lot of good topics with John Vandervikay calling in. Take a quick commercial break. Listen to 88.3 with your tease after further review. We'll be back after this. <laughs> 